0: I want to dive right into God's Word today and I, I mentioned a few moments ago it is Thanksgiving season and I got to tell you God is so good I I constantly look for the words to really tell God how great he is and how good he is to me and to us as a church family he's just so good and today I want to talk to you really it's a Thanksgiving message Next Sunday morning, we'll be having a Thanksgiving service. We'll have some extended worship, a little less teaching next week because we want to spend a little more time just giving thanks to God. But I wanted to really set this up and frame it today. I really feel like this is what God had for today. And I want you to ask yourself the question, am I truly thankful? Am I Really giving God the thanks He deserves. Now, I know in a million lifetimes we can't really express to God how great He is. I know that. But in my heart, with my lips, with my actions, am I thanking God for His greatness in my life? There's a story in Luke 17, I won't have you turn there. There's a story in Luke 17 where one day Jesus is going from one place to another. And from a a distance, there are these 10 lepers who begin to cry out and say, have mercy on us. You can can cleanse us if you will. Have mercy on us. And so Jesus, from a distance, just speaks words of cleansing to them. And Scripture says when he gives the command, he says, go show yourself to the priests and offer the sacrifices you're supposed to offer. Let them check you out. When When they start on their journey, their leprosy is cleansed. It's a remarkable story. And, you know, the lepers were outcasts. They couldn't live in town. They had to live outside of town among themselves because they were concerned about passing this disease off. They had to pass people from a distance and say, unclean, unclean, we've got this disease, so keep your space, you don't want to catch this. So Jesus gives the command, and immediately Scripture says they're cleansed. And as they head down the road, so excited about this miracle that's happening, all of a sudden, one of the ten says, wait a minute. And he turns around, he comes running back to Jesus, and he falls down at his feet and begins to thank him for the miracle that's happened. And the other nine just run down the road. And the interesting thing is, Jesus said, wait a minute, there were ten lepers that I just cleansed. How is it that only one of ten would come back and give thanks? And then Jesus notices this, he says, and not only is it one of ten, the one who came back is a Gentile. Not a part of what they would have considered God's family in that day. And I think this story is really a picture of human nature. How sometimes we fail to really honor and value and and give thanks for our blessings it's not that we are not grateful and thankful it's just we get so caught up in the joy and the excitement and the miracle of the moment that we just go running down the road think wow isn't this great i say it and we say it almost every week around here god is good he's a good god but i also think i have a responsibility to stop and express my thanks and my appreciation to him am i truly thankful am i truly giving Thanks, you know the idea of a national holiday of thanksgiving in our country Has historical roots all the way back to the beginning of our nation with the pilgrims and the Puritans They started this tradition which later on became a national holiday and the idea of moments of thanksgiving times of thanksgiving has its roots spiritually or religiously in the Old Testament, in the nation of Israel. There were instituted by God what were called peace offerings. And in these peace offerings, people would bring an animal sacrifice, they would kill it, take its blood, so on and so forth, as they did in the Jewish religion those days, as God asked. They'd bring this animal sacrifice, they would present it to God. Now, I want you to see this picture. They bring it to the priest, they give it to the priest, that was a symbol of me giving this sacrifice to God. I mean, some of you've got pets, you know, cats, dogs, hamsters, alligators, cobras, different things, you know, uh, depending on your personality. We, we've all, not, I'm, I'm, I'm joking just a little bit on the alligator and the cobra, some of you are thinking, who, who's got it, you know? Uh, we've all got these pets, and some of us have paid a lot of money for our pets, But these sacrifices, these lambs, the oxen, the different sacrifices they offered at different times, they were expensive, and it cost them something. That's why it was called a sacrifice. So they'd bring it to God, they'd give it to God, and then once they offered it to the priest, offered it to God, they would cook the sacrifice, and the priest would eat some of it, and then the person who brought it would eat some of it. They would share it, they'd have a meal. And it was a picture of God accepting their sacrifice when the priest ate the sacrifice they considered God is accepting this and Then when they turned around it, it was them and their family and friends whoever they wanted to bring when they Participated in the meal eating the sacrifice. It was a picture of communion with God God has accepted our sacrifice. We're having this time of sitting down and eating a meal with God and this peace offering celebrated the covering of sin, the forgiveness of God, and the restoration of a right, meaningful relationship with God and a right relationship with life itself. And there were different kinds of peace offerings, at least three different offerings, and one of them was a Thanksgiving offering. So they would bring the same kind of offering with the same tradition, but the idea was to give thanks to God for something That God did just out of the blue like God just dropped this blessing in my life and I want to give back to God and thank him for what he's done that's the scriptural basis for Thanksgiving offerings and you know Thanksgiving is a compound word two words put together but think about this for a minute it's thanks and then it's Giving We put it together Thanksgiving with one meaning, but it's thanks. I am thankful and I do something to express my thanks You see Thanksgiving isn't appropriate with thanks by itself. Thanks has to be given It's not thanks thinking And it's not thanks feeling It is thanks giving. And you know, Bible teaches us in 1 Thessalonians 5 that there are always reasons for thanksgiving. 1 Thessalonians 5:18 says, "In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you." So if I'm walking with God in every life situation, I should be thankful for God's help and in turn offer him thanks give him thanks Giving It's interesting. It says this is God's will for you to learn to go through life with the thankful attitude If there's one thing that I would like to see every person that calls the bridge home develop It's an attitude of gratitude Where we go through life and we're thankful for what God's done not just one day a year and we're thankful because we get turkey one day a year goes far beyond that. Every day of the year, in everything, we're giving thanks, for that's God's will for us. You know, like the nine lepers, I think sometimes we overlook the greatness of God's blessings and we fail to honor things that are truly valuable in life. And Scripture teaches us that there are things in life that we need to honor. And in the New Testament, usually when you see the word honor, it means to place value on something. There are things in life that the Bible tells us we need to value we need to place value on these things We need to honor these things and then we need to give thanks for those things actually There's some things in life that are priceless But sometimes and i'll put myself at the front of the line. Sometimes we are guilty of not really honoring priceless things and we overlook them and devalue them remember several years ago ann and i got invited to go to a high school graduation here in the area <clears throat> by the way unless god speaks to you don't invite me to go to your high school graduation. i just it happened we were sitting in the football stadium stands looking into the sun as it set it was a hundred degrees it was hot the place was packed it was miserable And then we sat there for three or four hours i mean it it was it was painful but i was there to honor a young lady in our church who was a very special lady they had invited us to come save tickets for us so i was honored to be there but but i saw something that night they made an announcement when they got ready to start Handing out diplomas and they said now everybody hold your applause till the end Don't start clapping for every person wait till every name is called then we'll applaud them together and give them one great ovation And when they started immediately the first names called Woo! People start clapping And please don't let off any air horns how many of you know how obnoxious an air horn is when it goes off behind you First name call and the air horn goes off And then I watched because they're calling names quickly because they're like a thousand graduates they're calling names quickly people are making so much noise you cannot hear the names that are being called and then as soon as their student's name is called people sitting right down front get up grab their stuff and they head out disturbing the whole crowd and i realized something that night we live in a society that's lost its respect for things that need to be respected I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, look, if I can sit here in 100 degree heat and wait for my person who's halfway through this crowd and I got to sit and listen for this name. The truth truth was I couldn't even hear the person's name called when it came time. I just clapped when the family did because, you know, I, I couldn't hear the names. And I thought how sad it is that we can't take a few minutes to honor those who deserve honor. I get frustrated in church. Some of you think, well, man, I thought this was a Thanksgiving message. Let me go one step further and then I'll get back to Thanksgiving, okay? I, I get frustrated because people come late and people leave early. I'm giving an altar call trying to get people to give their hearts to Jesus and people storming out the back door. And I'm thinking, what is wrong with people? And then I have to realize this is our society today. I don't like it, but it's our society. We don't respect things that need to be respected. But God's word says there are some things that need to be valued and honored for which you need to give thanks so i want to look at a few things today that the bible says we need to honor thanksgiving time first timothy chapter one and i'm only going to have a couple of verses on the screen today i'm going to refer to several verses but i'm going to move fast first timothy 1:17. now to the king eternal immortal invisible To God who alone is wise be honor and glory when? Forever. Forever and ever. Amen. So be it. Number one, first and foremost, I need to honor and give thanks to God. It needs to be a part of my daily life. To the King, eternal, immortal, the only God, I need to praise Him forever and ever and ever so be it it needs to be established in my life it's a part of my lifestyle I've been working on this one for years it's become a part of my life I get out of bed in the morning saying thank you father for your life for your presence you get... man I'm just so grateful for all that you do I go to bed at night thanking God for his goodness throughout the day every time I stop and think of God I give him praise and I thank him it's become a part of my life Took me a while to establish that but it's become a habit with me and it comes from my heart But also runs out my lips because I want to give thanks to god Leviticus twenty two twenty nine, 29 back in the old testament when they first established these thanksgiving offerings It says and when you offer this sacrifice of thanksgiving Offer it to the lord of your own free will You know, I think God likes it on Sunday mornings when we say, Hey, everybody, lift your hands and praise God. I think God loves that. But I think God loves it more in the middle of the week, you stop and say, God, I love you, and I just thank you for your presence and all you're doing in my life. It needs to be something of free will, not because somebody makes you do that. Psalms 107 says, Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving sacrifices something that costs us something and declare God's works with rejoicing it shouldn't be a chore for us to give thanks to God and then I want us to look at Proverbs 3 because I love these verses I love all of Proverbs 3 but these verses really speak into where we live today and what we're talking about Proverbs 3 verse 9 says honor the Lord remember we're talking about honoring things that need to be valued value the lord and honor him with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase what it's saying is we need to give something to god to express his goodness now i know say, yeah you preachers that's all you talk about is money it's not true we talk less about money than they do on television or radio i've checked it out i've done the comparisons okay but honor the lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase and then he makes his promise he says so shall your barns your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine how does that happen when i stop and recognize that god's right in the middle of everything good that i'm doing and i put him in that place and give him his place god begins to bless my life so i want to be thankful for what god does solomon seemed to connect the idea of thanks With the idea of giving i'm thankful to god so therefore i give back to god remember in the old testament there's a story of david when he was king he sinned against god and a plague hit the land and several thousand people were were, were slain and david went to god and said i caused this they didn't cause this please what can i do to stop this and god said you need to go to this particular threshing floor you need to go there and offer sacrifices to me and it'll stop the plague So David goes to this guy, Arana, and says, hey, I want to buy your threshing floor because I want to give sacrifices to God to stop this plague. And Arana looks at him and says, oh, King David. And he bows down to him. He says, I'm going to honor you here. I'll give you my threshing floor. I'll give you oxen to offer sacrifices. I'll give you everything you need, the wood for the altar. I'll give it all to you. It doesn't need to cost you anything. And David stopped and said, whoa, stop right there. David said, I can't give something to God that costs me nothing. Old Testament worship, New Testament worship, it costs us something. Time, energy, even our precious money, it costs us something to properly honor God. You know, it seems like David was saying, if it doesn't cost me something, it's not a sacrifice, and if it's not a sacrifice, it's not really Thanksgiving so I want to ask you today ask yourself am am I regularly giving thanks to God number two a second thing that I think we need to give thanks for and honor is our family this Thanksgiving season honor your family and and let me start somewhere i i know i kid a lot on sunday mornings how many of you know i like to laugh a little bit so I, i do joke a little bit but you know where it needs to start it needs to start with you honoring and appreciating your spouse you need to honor your spouse now let me talk to men for just a minute here okay well i thought this was about thanksgiving it is All of the wives need to say, amen, Pastor Gary, let her rip. (laughs) He needs to hear this. You need to be thankful for your wife. 1 Peter chapter 3 says, we need to dwell with our wives with understanding. See, some of you guys are already saying, well, that's impossible right there. That'll never happen. can't understand my wife. But he goes on to say, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel. Men, we need to let our wives know we love them and we appreciate them and we thank God for them. It's amazing the points you will score when you tell them, I love you and I appreciate you and I thank God for you. And I thank God for you. I don't always tell you, but I do. And then it says, watch out for her because she's a weaker vessel. It doesn't mean she's mentally weaker. It means there's some things at home and in life itself that you need to be dealing with that God's given you to handle because physically you are the stronger vessel. I came home yesterday afternoon late afternoon i'd been out running some errands i'd had a day of kind of relaxing and doing what i wanted to do thank you pastor nick for that message last week on on the sabbath so i was i was kind of relaxing doing what i wanted i came home and i had it all worked out i'm gonna go home i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna watch the end of this football game i'm gonna take it easy i'm gonna relax and i get in the door and my wife's in the hallway with a short step ladder and she's up there hanging pictures Though me being the spiritual giant that I am, I walked right past her. (laughs) And then I got to looking. She had 15 pictures to hang in one hallway. And I'm thinking, I ain't hanging these pictures. I'm I'm obeying Pastor Nick. This is my Sabbath. I'm not going to do this. God, you'll have to deal with her. Now she didn't say a word to me. She just said, I'm getting it figured out and I'm looking and I'm realizing she's on her third pick or second, second or third and I'm realizing it's gonna take her a while to do this. She's got other. so funny. I said, you want some help? Wow, if you don't mind, <laughs> it was work. It was a sacrifice for me to do that. <laughs> but I hung the rest of the pictures in the hallway and she was so appreciative. Now, I say that just to say this. Sometimes your actions speak louder than your words. Men, you need to be honoring your wives. Don't make her lug around those big trash cans and put them out on whatever day your trash runs. Get them out there yourself. Don't let her hurt herself. Put gas in her car. Get her car washed. Boy, I know it's really... somebody saying, I ain't coming back to church here anymore. That's for. <laughs> I want to go to one of those new kind of churches. They don't talk about this kind of stuff. They're out there, friends. They are, but this will enrich your marriage. And all the wives said. But then husbands, wives, you need to be thankful for your husbands. Amen. You guys are catching on. You're catching on. Ephesians 5.33 said that the, the husbands need to love their wives and show it do things for them but the wives need to respect their husbands ladies if you want your husband to kill himself well not literally let me rephrase that if you want him to to really give everything he's got to your marriage respect him you give him respect he'll do everything he can to keep earning that respect i'm getting some good the men are with me today that's awesome usually the men are quiet Husbands, love your wives. Wives, respect your husbands. You have no idea how great it is for a husband to just see and hear things from the wife that says, I respect you, I reverence you, I honor you for what you're doing. Because I'm going to tell you something. Whether we like it or not in our society, God put responsibilities on men to be the head of the house, to take certain responsibilities that the wives shouldn't have to worry about. And if we men will take those responsibilities, our wives should... Respect us for what we're doing Wives if they need some help give them more respect and just see if they don't respond why husbands if your wife needs some respect Love her and see if she doesn't respond to that, but we need to give thanks to God and to our spouses For what they mean to us one step further maybe children How long has it been since you stopped and just took your child and said you know what? I know I discipline you I love you and I try to show you the right ways but I just want you to know I'm thankful for you and I appreciate you it's amazing what it does for children maybe extended family members we need to express our appreciation to our family members and not just hope they get the message along the way words and actions mean a lot number three we need to honor and give thanks to unappreciated people. This is a good one. 1 Corinthians 12 talks about members of the body who don't really get any attention, but we give them honor to make up because they don't get the honor naturally. It's like the human body. There's some parts of our body that, you know, our our toes, for example, they don't get a lot of honor. Women's toes do because they paint them and do all this stuff. But guys, you know, we we got the ugly toes and stuff. We just don't appreciate them. Sometimes in the body of Christ There are people who do amazing things who rarely hear. Thank you Years ago, I had a friend who stepped on a razor blade and it almost cut off his big toe They sewed it back up and it it did make it But It was a long process of healing and he told me he said the lesson I learned was not about the pain it was about balance because your big toe is critical in your maintaining balance. I always talk about the parking lot team. I love the parking team here. I have people all the time say, man, I came to church the first time. These guys were so helpful and gals. They helped me find a parking place. They welcomed me to church. I felt so welcome before I ever got in the door. Thank you, parking team. Give, Give them a hand, they deserve it they're out there while we're in here cold weather hot weather whatever it might be but I can go all through this church and next Sunday we'll do a little bit of it but I can go through out this church everybody has people not just in church life we have friends around us at work in our family there are people in our lives who are absolute heroes we need to appreciate them story is in the New Testament they were they were plotting against the Apostle Paul they were gonna kill him and so at nighttime these guys went to the wall of the city they put Paul in the basket hit him in this basket and with ropes let him down over the wall slowly and surely until he got over the wall and he escaped I imagine those guys had rope burns and all kinds of stuff going on but they did their job and they didn't even get their name in Scripture there are people in your lives nobody ever recognizes them nobody knows their names but we take them for granted because they're so consistent and so faithful. Dean, I appreciate you sitting down here amen and me and worshiping every Sunday morning. I know if I start calling names, I get in trouble. But I've got friends in this building who've been friends to me away from here. Some of you are sitting here today. I appreciate you. And I thank God for you. But we need to let those people know we appreciate them. Some of you this week and next week need to pick up the phone and call somebody and say, I just want to say thank you for all you mean to me. Unappreciated people need to be honored too. Okay. Wanna make sure. Number four, I need to give honor and thanks, appreciation to my employer my boss the owner of the company I work for the people I work with the mentors who've taught me the business that I know we need to appreciate those people I know what's going on some of you right now saying yeah you don't know my boss my boss is a nasty slave driver 1 Timothy 6 1 says let as many bond servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor so that the name of God and his doctrine may not be blasphemed you know if you go to work and you're bad-mouthing the boss ning, 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 and then at lunchtime oh let me tell you about Jesus it's going in one ear and out the other now you don't know my boss Jesus I mean, he talked about authority which I'll get to in a minute The Apostle Paul here is writing to slaves. He said, you need to appreciate your masters. Find something good about your employer and tell them, I appreciate this about you. It's amazing the points you'll score. It's amazing how God will use that to soften somebody's heart, how it will help your relationship. Just expressing your appreciation to people around you at work. Number five, this is a really good one. This is maybe my favorite, except for number one. Scripture says we need to appreciate our spiritual leaders. <laughs> That's right. You know what it says, actually? It says, let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. Sunday mornings when church is over. I, you know, I've told you my habits. I'm at the age in life when church is over, the first thing I do is go to the bathroom now. That's just the stage in life I'm at. Don't take it personal if I'm not out here. But then I, 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 when I'm finished, I wash my hands, just so you know, and I come out and shake hands. I shake hands with people, say hi. Some people walk up and say, oh, great, me- man, that was a great message today. Sometimes I'll say, which part did you like? Um... Uh, 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 Some people just say things, you know, to to flatter you. But some people say, you know what, I really appreciate that message today and what you shared about such and such really hit home with me. When people do that to me, it thrills my heart. Last month, October, and I'm sure this is a hallmark thing, last month was Pastor's Appreciation Month. Well, it's not in the Bible, so, you know, we don't do that. We don't honor it. We don't promote it make a big deal out of it. People are going to do what they're going to do, you know. It's like Grandparents' Day and Bosses' Day. How, how many bosses do we have in the house? See, how, how many of you bosses, now get your hands up high, how many of you bosses always take care of uh, Administrative Assistance Day and you do all that stuff? You know what I've learned? We do all that stuff, but nobody gives us cards on Bosses' Day. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> y'all listen to me over there <laughs> no I'm, I'm playing with you for a minute but, but hear me out we don't want you to come say oh we need to give them gift cards and we need I don't want you of that I'm not talking about I'm not talking about that but just the fact that every now and then you stop and say you know what I appreciate what you're doing and I appreciate this specifically when you do that you have no idea what it does for our hearts it builds us up. It makes us want to work twice, or at least makes me want to work twice as hard. You know, Aaron's struggling with that. Where is Aaron? he got his little Boy Scout jacket on, but we're trying to train him and teach him right. <laughs> He's in the back watching. Which camera is on me right now? I need to give him a good, there, to give him a good smile. But I'm making a point here. Just be, just be thankful for the people in your life who are making a difference. And then number six, this is really going to get good, I need to honor and give thanks to our elected officials. Now, I could start a fight in here today so easily. <laughs> America is so divided that I don't, I don't dare talk politics with people. I met with family members this week, a cousin one day, two of my aunts another day, I met with family members this week and and I refuse to get into politics. I'm just not going to do it because I don't want to argue with people. We are so hatefully divided. The Bible says a house divided against itself will not stand. The very people we're electing on both sides of the aisle are creating enemies with each other and it's sad that we keep putting these same morons in office for life but yet we do it and we need to learn to be thankful for those morons that we put in those positions now did I just contradict myself yes (laughs) point I want to make is we're the ones that keep putting them in office we're the ones that vote them in office we're the ones that vote them out of office it's gotten so nasty Here's what Romans 13 7 says render to all their due taxes to whom taxes are due how many are glad for taxes today (laughs) Customs to whom customs fear to whom fear honor to whom honor Paul said it this way in 1st Timothy chapter 2 we're to offer supplications prayers intercessions and giving of thanks for kings and for all who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life now here's how this works I know I know how this works you know I didn't vote for him so he's not my senator my governor my president my state. Since, since since I didn't vote for him they're not mine I didn't vote for him I voted for her I didn't vote for her I voted for him we need to pray for them that they'll make godly decisions. We need to be thankful for them because I'm going to tell you something. If you've traveled as much the world as I have, you won't find a better place than this place right here. <laughs> you have no. If you haven't been places, you don't know what it's like. We need to pray that we will be able to lead quiet, peaceable lives. Somebody recently said to me boy the the last three years this nation has been so divided and so hateful When I was in the second grade one day I went to school I remember this like it was yesterday because I'd never been exposed to this second grade I went to school. We're standing out in front of the school a bunch of us kids messing around waiting for the school bell to ring And this kid just goes off cursing and swearing. I'm talking about he was third or fourth grade He was older. He's dropping F-bombs on President Eisenhower I'm thinking, holy cow, I didn't know the president was a bad guy. Well, you know, our presidents divided our country. This happened, this started 60 years ago, friend, at least. The division in our country. I've listened to it through every president that's been in office. We killed one of them. Hello? Hello? Well, the Russians did that. we we had one president assassinated we had another one shot we've tried to impeach now two of them in my lifetime it's gotten so hateful and god says if you want to be my people you need to be praying that these people get their hearts right and start making wise decisions so you can keep the life you've got amen Amen. man you must have voted for the president I prayed for all of our presidents, even the ones who voted for agendas that were non-scriptural. I prayed for them. Got to move on before somebody really gets mad at me. Everybody smile. We're almost done. Number seven, last one. I need to look for opportunities to honor and give thanks to people all around me every day. 1 Peter 2.17 says, honor all people. And I'm going to be done here in just a moment, so stay with me. Why is it so difficult in our world today to be nice? Why is it? Why is it so difficult to say thank you? Why is it so difficult to be polite Why is it so difficult for Christians to put others first and love others as much as we love ourselves? Why is it so difficult? It's so easy to get caught up in the world system and lose our appreciation where all we do is, where there's a mess here and there's a mess there and there's a mess there and there's a mess there and there's just a mess everywhere. Everybody's a mess except me. Jesus, come get me. (laughs) I think Jesus is like, no, nah, you need to stay there and season a while. <laughs> We're not quite ready for you yet. <laughs> Thanksgiving starts here, and it ends out here somewhere our hands, our feet, our words. It's expressed. I want to challenge you. And and I know this is going to be a big challenge. Some of you say, well, you already talked about giving to God. Some of you need to give the waitress a tip. Oh, the waitresses, waiters and waitresses are the baristas. Give them a tip now and then. It's amazing what happens when you just appreciate people. You know I go back in closing I told the story about the ten lepers that Jesus healed scripture says that when they cried out and said have mercy on us Jesus said go your way go show yourself to the priest." and as they went they were cleansed the disease left but this one guy comes back and falls at Jesus feet and Jesus turns to him and says go your way your faith has made you whole literally it says your faith has saved you it's the word sozo i think sometimes we need to understand if we have thankful hearts and we turn to god and to those who bless us there's a much greater work that happens in our lives when we express appreciation for what's happening they got cleansed of their disease he got his whole life put back together I think thankfulness and Thanksgiving is a part of being healthy and whole and it needs to be developed in all of our lives I want to pray for you today if you would just bow your heads father let this attitude of Thanksgiving just overcome us today God there there are people on the aisle that we're at where we're sitting right now there are people in that aisle we need to say thank you to We need to express appreciation there are people all around us that we need to be saying thank you for what you do there are people at home in our own families that we need to thank be grateful for but most of all father we need to stop and thank you because every good and perfect gift comes down from you God we ask you to soften our hearts today take away our nastiness and our grumbling and our complaining Help us to be happy thankful people and god today and each of us help us to realize there's some people one person two people five people there's some people this week we need to say thank you for all you do then let it work in our hearts and then father every day of our lives help us to be thankful to you for all that you're doing in jesus name i ask it heads are still bowed for just a moment. Maybe you're here today, and maybe you've listened to this, and you thought, you know, this is all great, except for the God part, because I'm I'm not really in any kind of tune with God. I don't I don't know God. Got a lot of questions about God. Maybe you've listened to this today, and maybe there's something inside of you that's kind of turning over, and you're realizing, man, there's something real to this. That's God inviting you to put your faith in Him and join His family. To let Him begin to work in your life, not just for eternity, but start working right now in this lifetime as well. I want to lead you in a prayer that will help you just open your heart and let God begin to work in your life. So everybody in the building, pray this prayer with me. Say, God, I need you. And I open my heart to you. Come into my life. I want to know you. I want to experience your blessing." I want to walk through life with you and I want to know life eternal I accept Jesus as my Savior I choose Jesus to become the Lord of my life I will walk with you from this day forward I'll learn your ways you will be my father I will be your child. Thank you for receiving me. Amen. Amen. Now today, if you prayed that prayer for the first time or maybe you've just been the prodigal on the run and you decide it's time to come home, that's the most important decision you make in life and we want to help you build this relationship with God. We've got a simple gift to give you, a little booklet called The Next Seven Days. It's just simple information that I promise you We'll help you start building that relationship with god the prayer you just prayed is not the end of the journey it's just the beginning we want to give it to you when service is over there'll be prayer teams at the front of the building just walked up to any one of these teams they're just everyday people like you and me they're here to pray with anyone for any need but just walk up and say can i get the booklet they'll give it to you right there no strings attached if you've got questions they'll answer your questions if you want prayer they'll pray with you please take a moment and get this book we want to give it to you again no strings attached if you're in a really big rush today out in the lobby just as you exit right in the middle of the glass doors there's a screen there you'll see the table set up you can stop by there get the very same booklet there we simply want to help you get started walking with god can we put our hands together and welcome new believers into god's family god bless you today
1: Awesome, what a great morning this is. What a great message that was. Can we just give Pastor Gary a hand? Thank you, that was so good, so, so good. Uh, At this time in our service, we are gonna worship God with our giving. And you know, as we were hearing that message today, talking about being thankful, it reminded me, this past week, I sat with a young woman in our church with tears streaming down her face, she said, I love our church. She said, I am so thankful for all that we do as a church to reach people and to make a difference in their lives. She said, I am so thankful for all of the opportunities that we have to give to make a difference in people's lives. And that just so touched my heart. And I thought, you know, I am so thankful for each person's faithful giving. Because together, we can do so much more. We can reach so many more people than any one of us could ever reach on our own. And so this morning, as we give, I just wanna say thank you. Thank you so much for your faithfulness and giving. Together, we are reaching people and we are making an eternal difference in people's lives. And as the ushers come this morning, they're gonna receive our offering as we watch church news, but we would also just like to ask if you could just hang tight until after church news. We have a couple important announcements to share with you before we conclude today. God bless you.
2: Good morning and welcome to The Bridge. My name is Adrienne and I want to give you a very special welcome today. We hope that you enjoy your morning in church and that you and your family have a wonderful time. We are excited for everything this season has in store for our church. We hope that you will find your place and be a part of what's happening this fall at The Bridge. Here's a look at what's coming up.
3: Over the last two Sundays, we gave everyone the opportunity to donate food for our Community Care Thanksgiving food drive. We just want to say thank you to everyone who contributed Thanksgiving food bags and turkeys this year. Together, we will make a huge difference in the lives of families this Thanksgiving and help them to have a wonderful holiday, and it's all because of your generosity. So thank you so much for everything you have done to help families this Thanksgiving. If you are new to The Bridge or looking to find out how you can get involved, you are invited to join us at Connecting Point. Maybe you wanna make The Bridge your home church or find out how you can serve on a team. Connecting Point is where you go to hear the heart, mission, and vision of The Bridge. But most importantly, find out where you fit in. If you'd like to come, it's happening on Sunday, December 1st, during the 1130 service. Just sign up at the Info Center before you go today so that we can plan for you. You can also sign up on our website or on the Bridge app. We hope to meet you and help you get connected on Sunday, December 1st at Connecting Point.
1: Hey, ladies, tomorrow night is our last Bridge Women of 2019. We've got an amazing night planned as we conclude our series, Wisdom Works. You don't want to miss it. And, of course, we'll have light refreshments, a photo booth, and shopping at the Vintage Corner. It all starts at 630. And, of course, we will have childcare and Spanish translation. We can't wait to see you there.
2: personally invite you to stop by the Info Center before you go today. Take a few minutes to come and say hi. Our team would love to meet you and help you get connected in the church. They can also answer any questions that you might have about the church. For general info and to stay up to date, be sure to check out our website, thebridgechurch.tv. You can also download the Bridge app. Just text the keywords, the Bridge Church app to 77977. Thanks again for spending your morning with us. We love spending Sundays with you.
1: All right. Thanks again for those of you who participated in our Thanksgiving Food Drive. We so appreciate you doing that. We'll be distributing those meals next Sunday. And just thank you for helping us make a difference in people's lives. And if you're interested in another way that you can do that and help make a difference in some youth lives, uh, our youth are preparing to go to youth convention. And they have a table set up out in the corner of the lobby. And if you are interested, interested in sponsoring a youth to go to convention where they will have really a life-changing encounter with God. Stop by the table they can give you more details and all the information you need about that, all right? Now, as we are heading into December and getting closer to Christmas, it is time for our annual adopt a child program to start. And so, you know, here at the Bridge We're family, and if there is anyone in our family who is facing financial difficulty and finding it difficult to be able to provide gifts for their children this Christmas, we want to come alongside and help. We don't want any children to be without gifts this Christmas. So that's what our adopt a child program is all about. And so if that is you or someone you know that's part of our church family, we want to help. And so today and in next week, we have a table set up for parents or legal guardians where you can submit your children's names. That table is located out the side exit of the auditorium in our south hallway there, just to give you a bit more privacy, okay? And so names can be submitted today or next Sunday only, and then 1st of December, we will be able as a church to adopt those children. We'll have a table set up out in the foyer in two weeks and we'll be giving you more information about how you can be part of that at that time. But today and next week, Parents and Legal Guardians, submit those names. We want to come alongside and we want to help make a difference in your children's lives and in your family this Christmas. All right? All right. We love you guys. Hope you have an amazing week. And ladies, we can't wait to see you tomorrow night at our final Bridge Women of the Season.